They call their their fans their baddies. baddies. I like that. I hate that we didn't think of that. So you're a baddie. Yeah, I'm a baddie. Paige has called herself a baddie previous to knowing that information, but that's really spewing confidence. Um, what do you guys call your fans? We don't we don't have fans. No, I'm kidding. Freaks? I don't know. What's up, freaks? I love that so much. If you start this episode with that, I'm an, I would be very happy. Well, to be fair, we call each other like in our friend group, we've always called each other bad babies. So I feel like that would be appropriate <laughs> to call. I hate <laughs> that you just put that out in the world, Paige. What the fuck? Bad babies. That was that was only ever said behind closed doors, wasn't it, Lauren? Yes. No, I say that other times. When? Sometimes. Well, if it's if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to be your bad baby. <laughs> You guys could get away with it. We can all four of us can be bad babies for. I don't know. I don't think I can call another person a bad baby confidently. Look at our bad babies over here. Hey, you're a you're a bad baby. I'm a bad baby. I don't know. It's like it doesn't sit well with me. How about this? Like I'm a bad baby, like a baby that smokes cigars. You know, Uh, that's not healthy. The baby. I was thinking more like boss baby vibes. You know, like they're just not doing baby things. They're like doing other things. Licking the hundred dollar bill. Lauren hasn't seen any iconic movies. Like Lauren hasn't even seen Forrest Gump. Okay. <gasps> wait, wait, what? Not you have Forrest not seen Gump? Forrest Gump. Not all the way through. So she hasn't seen it. But how do you know who Tom Hanks is then? I've seen like the important parts. But you, but you read the book. <laughs> run, Forrest, run! Like chocolates in a box or something. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I got. I'm gonna stop you right there. Chocolates in the box or something. <laughs> it's in the first ten minutes. That's actually yeah. like he only says that in the first ten minutes. Something about Jenny be my girl or I don't know. No. He says I'm a simple <laughs> man, but I know what love he is. That was good. Oh my god. Tom Hanks, I get it. He's America's sweetheart, but he's just not my sweetheart, you know? That's okay. It was based on a book, and in the sequel of the book, The Forrest Gump 2, um, he uh-huh. meets Tom Hanks. And I, when I read that, I was kind of out of it because it's like, it's a little too meta. That, that, yeah, no. I didn't That's like it. That's a no for me. Welcome back to another episode of And Here's Why. We're a podcast where books, movies, and TV shows come to life. Sharing our real feelings when it comes to all things fiction is our specialty. I'm your co-host, Paige. And I'm Lauren. Paige and... Oh, well... Who am I? What's her name? (laughs) Who is she? She's Lauren Paige. Paige and I aren't the only ones with real feelings for fictional works, and that's why from time to time we have special guests that join us. Today we're switching it up a little bit. We've got some friends joining us who have a podcast of their own. Christian and Alejandro host the It Can't Be That Bad podcast together. Shout out baddies. (laughs) Shout out brother podcast. And together we'll be tackling quite the topic. Are you guys ready for this? We're going to be discussing some marvelous content. Get it? (laughs) Lauren left the chat. (laughs) No, No, that's good. That's good. We're tackling the Avengers movies, so buckle up for a wild ride. But before we get started, let's let our friends introduce themselves. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. You're welcoming us to our own podcast. We welcomed you. I don't know how to start a show without saying. I don't know. My mom overcompensated with teaching me manners, so now I'm like overly polite, and now it just comes (laughs) off as weird, but I'm trying. I felt that. (laughs) He's a good kid. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Um, I'm Christian. I'm Al. I'm Alejandro. I don't yes. know who I am. 
I'm so nervous. Honestly, I'm so excited. My palms are wet. Guys, (laughs) this is just incredible because we've uh, we've known of you guys through social media in the podcast community for well over a year now. And it's just incredible to be seeing you guys face to face through a screen. Likewise. And like we've said in the past, we feel like you guys are our sister podcast. And now that we've gotten to know you, I think we see a clear connection. You know, like it's it's cool. You guys are like, you know, you guys are like us, but with prettier hair. (laughs) (laughs) Just the hair. Faces are the same. Yeah. Lauren, if I were to be standing next to you in the same vicinity and in the same building, people would mix us up. It's just my black hair that differentiates me from you. I was thinking the same thing. Her Polish roots would have no- nothing on you guys. <laughs> yes, together, yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Poland, paleness. Philippines. Yep. It's we look the same. People always ask you all the time. You you must be from Poland. All the time, and I no no no. My family's from Manila, oh, Philippines. Okay. But nonetheless, we'd like to thank you guys. It's gonna be a breath <laughs> of fresh air. As you guys know, our podcast is usually about bad movies. We defend bad movies. And so the fact that we're talking about greatest movies. Yes. It's it's going to be something new to us. It's a treat. I'm excited for you guys to nerd out because don't get me wrong. I love these movies. I really do. But I'm newer to this universe. Um, so I feel like you guys are really going to nerd off and I'm just going to be here. You prepared for this without even realizing because you and Fanny just watched all the movies. I'm ready. I got notes. And the movies don't change. Like they haven't changed since the last time you saw them. So I did a little, I did one of those YouTube clips that was like all the Avengers movies in five minutes. And I was just like, Ooh, yeah, that's a good way to kind of spark notes it. I watched the movies because I didn't think about that. Yeah. Earlier you mentioned, uh, you watched 14. I watched them all. I watched them all because I, I, I love watching movies and I watch them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know, I'm honestly getting more embarrassed. By <laughs> was it. that insecurity or yeah, confidence? Was- yeah, I was kind of confused. I, I just, I love comic books and movies. I'm more of a DC guy myself, just to throw it out there. Um, but uh, I love the Marvel movies more than I like the All DC right. movies. Yeah. Yes. Well, I see some conflict behind you guys right now. This footage won't be shared, unfortunately, because I look like a trash panda. But there is a Superman flyer behind you. Doesn't look like Captain America to me. So I'm a little confused right now. Well, do you see this pillow? Yeah, it's a Robert Downey Jr. pillow. Yeah. Not dressed as Iron Man. He is Iron Man in my heart. So that's confusing. No, dressed much like um, a French captain. I don't know if you guys, I don't know why I showed the camera because nobody can see it's that. It's a little politically incorrect if you ask me. I would turn it around. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do you guys want to take five minutes to just deconstruct our set here at our studio? We're actually going through like a really big discussion about what the background of our set looks like. So you guys really hit on on something. We're really sensitive right now. I'm just saying it's not appropriate for this episode, but it's fine. No judgment here. I didn't have a tin type of anything Avengers, unfortunately. (laughs) Can I just start by saying that one of the biggest problems I have with these movies is the fan base. The movies are great. The people are sucked. It's the fan base that I hate because there's way too much gatekeeping. Paige, are you familiar with the gatekeeper term? No. Well, in Ghostbusters. So a gatekeeper is someone that loves something a lot and they feel like since they love it so much that they have partial ownership over it. Ooh, I get that. That'd be like me with Harry Potter. Like just being extra for no reason. But that is you with Harry Potter. Are you a Harry Potter gatekeeper? Not a gatekeeper, no. She is. Her 23rd birthday was Harry Potter theme. Let's just go back to that real fast. (laughs) 
You're definitely not a muggle then. You're a wizard, Lauren. See, but I'm not the type of person that would put like muggle <laughs> on board on my car. Like I'm not that person. Oh, you definitely should. I'd respect that. Yeah, because you're a Hufflepuff. That's why you wouldn't have. No, you should lose respect <laughs> for anyone that does that. Hey, we actually live near someone that actually had that. Remember? In our old housing, yeah. there was someone... Wow, that sounded really bad. Our old housing. I promise we're not like... You know, that just could go the wrong way. It was a military no, hey, we get housing. It. We're proud of the way, how far you guys have come. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the streets that made us. You grew up in 8 Mile, Detroit. Yes. You went by a rapper name known as White Rabbit. And uh, you yeah. rap battled Anthony Mackie, right? Yeah. And uh, called him Clarence that lives with his parents. <laughs> I saw that movie. <laughs> Hey, way to circle back. Anthony Mackie, you know, our new Captain America. Yes. He is a great Captain America. And I, I don't know when this will come out, but today, I believe Avengers Campus opened at California Adventures in Disneyland. So that's a cool little synchronicity that we got going on here. It did. I watched the tour. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. My parents are, are in Disneyland <laughs> next week. They couldn't give less of a of anything about the Avengers or any of that. And it's they don't even care. And it's upsetting because I wish I was there. It's a big deal. Yeah, they don't care at all. They're probably going to go and see it and be like, oh, something weird was happening with the with the Superman. And I'm going to be like, ah, I'm going to take you people. That's when you should be a gatekeeper and be like, hey, mom, dad, you guys shouldn't be going to Disneyland if you're not going to respect the Avengers. Thank you. Boom. I'll let them know that that's what you said. Thank you. <laughs> Please don't. As the youth say, period. Oh, with the T at the end. Period, poo. But let's talk about let's talk about the Avengers for a second, because there's four Avengers films that I want to touch base on. Well, yeah, the main ones. Yeah, all the ones that matter. But I, but I was telling Christian, I consider there five Avenger movies because I think Civil War, uh, Captain America: Civil War, yes, is technically an Avengers film. All of the Avengers are in it. They. They spend Agreeable. most of the time at Avengers HQ and like it's, it's about like the Avengers yeah. breaking up. I think that one should be considered an Avengers movie as well. So I think there should be five in the Avengers circle. Yeah. Yeah. Civil War definitely like I couldn't watch it for this episode in preparation because come on, there's four Avengers movies and they're like <laughs> two and a half hours and like one's three hours. That's a lot of time. But it's yeah. uh, Civil War is pretty pivotal if you want to understand the tension between Tony Stark and Captain America and why why they're having that kind of conflict is the first avengers movie anyone's favorite no get out of town no. if it is I, I was telling christian i think the best parts of the first avengers film are in endgame i agree with that if you like any parts of the first movie just watch endgame you get to see all those cool parts anyways and like a better like they get to they joke about it and stuff and it's like back to the future when he like sees him his dad dancing you know and that ass america's ass <laughs> even when America's ass is laying down because he just got beat by uh, other America's other ass. That thing is still plump. <laughs> Something I want to bring up real quick. As much as I love the Avengers and watching all these movies and all of the heroes in it, does it frustrate anyone how coincidentally good looking each and every Avenger is? There has to be one ugly Avenger, but all of them are good looking. They're all beautiful. Loki, I mean, Loki's not like a core Avenger because he's kind of like half half in, half yeah. out, depends on what mood he's in. I hate him. He's so trashy. It's the indecisiveness for me. And two, he reminds me of a young Severus Snake. <laughs> that, that's what makes you like on board with Loki? Is the Snape aspect? No, I, I don't. That, that's her off board. Gotcha. Okay, I, I was confused yeah. there. I think the ugliest is the Hulk when he's in his green form. Arguably, I think, you know. I don't know. I kind 
of enjoy that. Have you that. seen Smart Hulk? Smart Hulk in the <laughs> diner with the cardigan and the white tee? Okay, yeah, that's different though. Smart Hulk looks <laughs> really good. Yeah. It's like Shrek and Fiona, you know what I mean? Like she oh, was beautiful, but then she turns green. She is beautiful before. Oh, like in human form. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like the same concept, like override. Can you tell me that Shrek looks better than human Shrek? Oh, is he blonde? He's, he's a brunette. He's a brunette. I feel like he's unattractive in both forms. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, to bring it back, how about Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo as a human. I would say more towards the beginning of the franchise oh. because you could tell maybe he's seen a little bit of stress. Maybe mm-hmm. being in- yeah, Yeah, being in Hollywood for so long. Stress will do that to you. He aged okay. I think he looked all right. The problem is we don't get to see like what he looked like in the last one. Because it's all Smart Hulk. We don't ever get to see yeah. his banner. But it was a good representation of Mark Ruffalo yeah. as a Hulk, at, like being very coherent and whatnot. It looked like Mark Ruffalo. It, yeah, it definitely. I just keep wanting to call him Buffalo. Go ahead, do it. I won't judge you. <laughs> You're just going to sound silly. Mark um, Buffalo. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to a favorite character of mine. Just a little honorable mention. Oh, God. I don't know it's his great. name. No, it's the little fox with the eye patch. I like Fox him. with an eye patch. Rocket raccoon? He's from Guardians of the Galaxy. He like shoots. That's stuff. a raccoon. <laughs> he also doesn't have an eye patch. <laughs> I'm going to scream. No, I'm pretty sure he has an No, eye ma'am. Patch. He has an extra eye. In fact, he has three eyes at one point. In the You're Avenger combining film. Nick Fury <laughs> with a random fox oh, yeah. that you saw in the background. <laughs> or Thor. Or Thor after Possibly Ragnarok. Or with a random fox that you saw yesterday. Did you watch the right movie, Paige? <laughs> she watched Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> she actually watched Fox and the Hound, and she's just okay. confused. <laughs> Rocket Raccoon's a good one. He's one of my favorites as well. I think I like his smarminess. Thank you. I like the fact that Bradley Cooper is still, it's very clearly Bradley Cooper. Yes. Um, Very sassy. Yes, yes. He's my favorite. My favorite line that he does, and unfortunately it's not in an Avengers film, it's in the first Guardians film, is when they're breaking out of prison and they're all getting their clothes. Rocket kind of aside, he's like, they crumpled my clothes into a ball. He's like, they <laughs> folded everyone else's. Oh, they crumpled mine into a ball. He's like, because he's so small and cute. And I, I just love the throwaway lines. I'm a big fan of throwaway. You can just pick them up. Yeah, that's nothing. It's doll clothes. This entire franchise is filled with so much subtle humor. It's so quick. Mm. It's not trying so hard. The perfect balance of great acting, great cinematography, great action sequences, and just the dialogue and the writing is just so good. Um, One of my favorite moments of acting in this entire franchise was Thor in Infinity War when he is talking to Rocket Raccoon about everything Mm. he's lost. And it's like, it starts off so funny in the ship. Yeah. He says, you know, he's he's lost everything. He's lost Asgard. And almost so quickly, it goes from such a funny moment to emotional. Chris Hemsworth's eyes start to water, and it's actually very, very deep. Because even though he's more so one of the more comedic reliefs of this movie franchise, it, it just shows his range of acting chops sure. and how deep of a character Thor really is, even though it's silly to be the god of thunder, you know? That was beautifully spoken. Thank you, thank you. He has like a few really good moments and just from him losing the hammer and getting Stormbreaker, it's, oh, that's like one of my favorite parts. What makes his arc so complete and almost so fulfilling to us is that I think in the first couple of films, he was so shallow and such a comic book version of a hero. There's no way to make Thor and not have the cape and have him flying with a hammer and talking like the way he's talking. So it gets kind of silly, but I think as the movies progress, he's getting more and more 
human and more and more earthly and talks more like us and more relatable. So by the time we see him in Endgame, he's essentially just a great person, like a good person with some with some bad past. Yeah. And a big old gut. Big old gut. <laughs> okay, let's pause on that real quick. I remember, and please don't hate on me for this, guys. I want to say, when did Captain Marvel come out? Right before 2019. Right before Endgame. I'm right. Sorry. So in between Infinity War and Endgame. Okay, that's what I thought because I had seen the Iron Man movies. Then I watched Captain Marvel. Then I watched Endgame. That was my sequence for these movies. And Lauren was appalled. She was like, how dare you? you? Like, yeah. She's like, you don't even know what's going on. Why are you here? I was like, look, <laughs> they have that two pound pretzel. So I'm here for that. But like, I wanted to go to the movies with her. Anyways, I remember like when, you know, it, it's depicting Thor, you know, he's got his gut. He's a drunk, all this. And the kids in the movie theater were like disgustingly laughing. They're like, hey. And I'm like, first of all, like, you're just making this an unpleasant <laughs> experience for all of us. And that's what I think of when we think of that. So, oh, you have a bad association with Fat Thor now. Well, and you saying that, me telling you to get out, am I a gatekeeper? You're a gatekeeper. No, but you're not. No, no, no. You weren't gatekeeping. You wanted her to have the best experience, if I may. You wanted her to have the best experience. And, and she wasn't getting the best experience by missing out on uh, 72 films, apparently. <laughs> it was. Honestly, a very protective action that you took. You know, I always have her best interest in mind, I think. I really had no idea what was going on. And as my husband and I like actually started and watched them in the right order once they were all on Disney+, Plus, a lot of things started to make yes. sense for me. What was my state of being after Endgame? Go ahead, tell them. Oh my gosh, she was bawling. I mean, I cried a bit myself, even though I didn't know the backstory completely. Like, I mean, it was still a very sure. emotional moment for me, but like my girl was dry heaving. <laughs> she was not okay. She's like, <laughs> like, couldn't breathe. Tears just streaming down her face. I'm holding her up to walk back to the car. She was not okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I literally put my hood up and like scrunched it. And I was like, no one talked to me. Yeah. So this is the I've watched all these movies uh in theaters as they released, but I never watched them. I never revisited the previous Avengers movie as whatever was out in theaters came out. So my memory was always foggy. And so watching this for this podcast and seeing it back to back to back to back and everything is just so fresh in my mind made it that much more emotional for, for me. Sure. I was that much more invested. Mm -hmm. And so by the time the end of Endgame came up and that final battle occurs, I am a wreck. I am dehydrated because I've cried all of the water in my body <laughs> out of these tear ducts. <laughs> and my eyes are puffy. And that's already difficult for me because you could hardly see my eyes through these glasses and like my small, tiny eyes. Um, and so... It was difficult. I talked to no one for about two hours because I didn't want anyone to see my face. But it was such a beautifully orchestrated order of events. Everything. So good. Tony Stark mm. comes from... There's so much foreshadowing in what happens to Tony. Yeah. In all of the movies prior to yes. Endgame. So much foreshadowing. And you might just take it as a joke, but like... Little grains that grow into huge stocks of comic book corn. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I like yeah. that. You. I will support um, you and say that that was a good analogy. Thank you, sir. I think I remember when I first watched Endgame. I watched it twice in theaters in the same day, and the first time I went to go see it, I went by myself oh. and cried just openly and just didn't care because I was by myself. And then, like, I left. And then I called a girl I was dating at the time and I was like, "You, you want to go see a movie?" She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, cool. We'll go see Avengers." And then, like, as we're driving, I was like, "Just so you know." 
I just saw this movie out of the movie theater and um, we're going right back to where I was. And <laughs> we sat exactly where I was sitting maybe an hour before and watched it again. And it was great. Did you cry in front of her? I, I did. I tried very hard not to, but it's, I just, you know, every time he does the snap. Ugh. The moment where I actually sobbed was when all hope just looks lost and then you hear Sam. That literally my mm-hmm. heart just starts beating so fast. And then all of a sudden you see Dr. Strange, all the little magical circles going around town. And, and the whole gang comes. Oh my God. It's the reunion. Yes. I was going to say Spider-Man's hug with Tony Stark every single time. Oh my every- gosh. That's what got me. That wrecked me. I was like, I don't even know what's happening, but like, this is too much. Tom Holland's performance all of the wakandans yes i do think though in infinity war the wakanda forever cry that they do right before they run into battle yes is a bit more like it gives me chills when i see that still to this day it gives me chills when i see that and then when i see this moment it warms my heart it like completes me it makes me feel like i've been on a journey and like i'm finally coming home i've accepted these are my friends no i built friendships with these people with these actors that don't know i exist (laughs) and so like when tony lee you know after the snap and he go i feel like i i need to attend a funeral can i be invited to that funeral it was so emotional yeah we did we got to go just the tears of pure joy and excitement that everyone's just about to absolutely like mess people up and the moment when steve is able to pick up the hammer mjolnir that was such a crazy moment when it comes flying wild i remember in theaters everyone was screaming when that happened because in age of ultron they kind of like tickle the theory like can you really pick it up is he worthy enough and it kind of nudges it's when everybody had some downtime and they were all i think they were all like dressed up fancy just like chilling at tony's and thor's hammer was just like on the coffee table everybody had a go at trying to pick it up And Captain America was the only one that was able to get it to budge. And it's because that was like the seed being planted for him to be worthy eventually. Such smart writing. Something interesting that I looked at, I wanted to see which movies were the highest rated on Rotten Mm -hmm. Tomatoes. Let's see if you guys agree with the top five. Are you starting from five or one? I was getting there, sweet pea. (laughs) Okay. Number one. 96% 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, Black Panther. Whoa. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Number two, 94%, Endgame. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. This one I do not agree with whatsoever. Coming in at number three, 94%, Iron Man. The first one? That's a big thumbs down for me. Yeah, yeah the first no, one. I don't sense. agree. It's not better than like Civil War. Yeah. But, it's, but, but I think it's getting like... Um, Points for being, you know, the first one. I think people are giving it credit for for being. It's the, the original. Starter. Okay, yeah. maybe. Okay, but yes, we disagree. I think we all disagree. I'd switch it out for Guardians of the Galaxy. Personally, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, ninety three percent. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, beautiful really choice. That's the best of the three Thors. Taika Waititi. Yeah. And this might be polarizing. Ninety two percent. Spider Man Homecoming. I liked it. I liked it. It's an ode to 80s movies. It's it's fun. Michael Keaton's in it. But in this sea of really great films, I don't think it deserves a spot in the top five. Do you think it doesn't deserve a spot in the top five because it's a Sony film and not a Disney film? No, just like objectively speaking, it felt like it was catering more so to the younger like, like you know, to the yeah. toddler crowd. Toddler's a bit extreme, but Marvel's really good with, this is a franchise that you could watch where both 
both the adults and their kids could watch it and enjoy it thoroughly with spider-man homecoming i think that it was more so catered for the kids and the adults would laugh every now and then at like all the small nuances the flashbacks to like ferris bueller's day off yeah high school musical the musical the spider-man <laughs> honestly i wish we got to see bono's <laughs> spider-man musical that's like the biggest travesty of life is that that musical never took off <laughs> regrets Thanks, Bono. Paige, as someone that's like not super into this universe, were you shocked at the ending of Infinity War? I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking like, I I mean, sorry to sound morbid, but I was thinking more like massacre vibes. Like I I really thought that, you know, they were just going to be like, yeah, I really thought that that's how that was going to go. So they could have. They should have. I think they had that opportunity. I was complaining at the end of Infinity War where I was like, oh, I can't believe they like they're going to kill Black Panther. That's ridiculous. But my complaint with Civil War was like they should have they should have killed people in Civil War because the stakes were so high. And then like nobody died at the end of Civil War. And so here they are giving us what we want. Well, and two, I feel like I try to expect the worst. So that way, if it happens, I'm not sad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I I want it to happen. I'm just like, oh, well, let me prepare myself for this. But yeah, that's really where my head was at. So well, you're just it makes us more invested and engaged when we know that these characters are not immortal even though that they are superheroes if they are disposable we are always on the edges of our seats because we don't know what the Mm -hmm. next movie is going to bring especially with the foe as daunting as thanos who is this big guy with a weird chin but he could really just mess things up eddie's purple that guy yeah he's a weird he's a weird looking guy I, I understand. His chin kind of reminds me of toast. Um, I, I, I do think. <laughs> Wait, real quick. What kind of toast are you eating? And get rid of that toaster. Honestly. Picture you're looking at like a loaf of bread from like an aerial view and it's like toast. Hang on. I'm pulling up a picture of him right now because I, I need to like envision his the chin. Because like each divot is like a different slice of bread. Oh, oh that perspective of toast. I was imagining his yeah. forehead. I said Ariel. Oh, I could definitely. Yeah, I see the My toast. problem was I was imagining his whole face. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe oh. if you look at it from this way. Hang on. See if it'll load. Like that kind of looks a like a of bread. seashell. Oh, it does look like a yeah. seashell. That's why I should have aimed for the head. He needs some yeah. Botox. He's very wrinkly. Honestly, Chris Pratt's analogy of um, Grimace spot on it's perfect and so just on your note of being like oh thanos is this like big bad you know whatever i was actually looking up people's reviews and people's complaints made me very irate so this is what they said i already agree with you um thanos needed more of a backstory before infinity war and i was like are you an idiot have you is that the first movie that you watched because his backstory has been leading up throughout all 50 films like what yes maybe they turn the movie off after the credit didn't see the post credit scene this one was probably the worst i saw a dumb comment that someone said the villain of thanos falls flat for them because it's too cliche for a villain to want to take over the galaxy and they left it like that and i said listen you big dumb dork (laughs) thanos does not want to take over the galaxy if you've been paying attention (laughs) at all he literally just wants to wipe out half of us that's what he deems is going to make for a better life for everybody because of his let me stop you right there let me stop you. You just said us. Wipe out half of us. You're a gatekeeper. Mm. Oh. 
Uh, do I not live on planet Earth? I don't feel like I need to gatekeep for being alive. No, I took that as us <laughs> as the community within the movie. No, I meant us as in like nope. the life I'm currently no, no, no. living. Okay, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't gatekeep <laughs> being alive, being a breathing human. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. Lauren, I get it. As I'm watching that movie, I feel like I was scared for my life when he had that gauntlet on. So I feel like people on Earth in that world. So I don't think you're gay. I don't, I don't think so either. Hey, you just need to live your truth, okay? Just own up, live it. Just, it's fine. I just wanted to make my point across <laughs> that he just wants to retire in a little hut on a planet Titan, I think, or somewhere. Yeah, he's a farmer. It's a simple life, really. He doesn't want to rule us, though. He just wants to fix us. That's the point. Isn't that the best or the most troubling part about him as a villain? He doesn't want to inflict pain, necessarily. He just wants to help everybody, which is... But by helping, he's hurting everybody. He's doing one of a my, lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite villains. He, he definitely is because... He's kind of right. It's... I wouldn't say right, but there's enough logic for it to be justifiable. Yeah. You know, it's not justifiable. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be done. But like, I get it. You know, it, it's to relate it to real life. The world is overpopulated. We have seven billion people on here, and we are lacking resources Whoa. because we just we just consume, consume, consume. And so, from his point of view, it's definitely messed up to wipe out half of life. But he wants to do it so that resources flourish. Like. We don't all die. Yes. Captain America in Endgame says uh, that there are whales finally in uh, this body of ocean. Yes. And there haven't been whales there for however long because there's less pollution. There's less people fishing there and whatnot. And so that makes it makes you think, right? You're a very positive person, though, Christian. So you would take the Captain America stance of during the that time period of the snap, you would be looking at the brighter side of it. Oh, I'll definitely have a support group leading a support group <laughs> like uh, Steve Rogers. <laughs> And I think I would be on like the the. You're gonna be like a oh, Hawkeye. Yeah. You're gonna go out killing people. Yeah. Oh I was gonna say, my gosh. I'm 100 would be Ronan. That'd oh, be awesome. and you'd be like a Scarlett Johansson and like dye your hair blonde. But like not get it dyed a second time, so it just grows out and looks really bad. Yeah, you would look like a <laughs> Justin Timberlake with straight hair. Shots fired. <laughs> she looked the best in Iron Man <laughs> too. <laughs> no, I do. I was telling Christian though that of these four movies, they get. They kind of go back and forth of like being very grounded and very realistic um, and then going very comic booky and very campy almost. Right. So I was telling Christian Age of Ultron to me is one of the best comic book films because they're wearing very comic booky costumes. They all light up and Thor's wearing a cape the whole time. And, you know, Captain America's doing his thing like in a kitchen. He's dressed like Captain America. But then like by the time we get to Endgame, it's all makes sense. You know, Captain America's or Steve yeah. Rogers is shaving in the bathroom. You know, everybody is doing like real life stuff. So it's very interesting the the pendulum swing of what's comic booky and then what's realistic. And like the support group, I find very realistic. Mm -hmm. and, and I find, you know. Well, it's beautiful how well they humanize uh, these superheroes. I think that's why comic books are so sure. beautiful because children, vulnerable, innocent children can relate themselves and their real world life problems to these relatable superheroes, mm, yeah. right? Because they each have flaws. You know, Thor's a little pompous. <laughs> he has his whole arc. I don't see it. I think Thor's right on. Um, and okay, <laughs> fine. 
Tony Stark. Tony Stark's a little bit full of himself, and yeah. that's like that's his entire arc is that he is this rich billionaire that knows that he's the, the smartest man on earth and has all of these uh, gadgets. And even his father says it in Endgame is that if I, I don't want to have a son because if I have a son, he'll be too similar to me because it very rarely does the good of the world outweigh my own self-interest. And Tony Stark connected with that. And that comes back to the very end with his sacrifice for once the good of the world outweighed his own self-interest, his own life. Well, it goes back to that line in the original Avengers film when Captain America and Iron Man are fighting. And he's like, well, he's like, I know you wouldn't give up a sacrifice, Captain America says, because you're not the kind of man who would lay down on a wire to let the other guy crawl mm -hmm. over you. And Tony's response is, well, I think I would just cut the wire. And then that comes all the way back around because you see Tony making that sacrifice for all of humankind. And then on the other hand, Steve Rogers is like doing, he's doing the smart thing. He's bringing more of the battle to Thanos. They're able to balance each other out. They both have learned so much from each other in the past and have grown so far. It, it's insane. It's insane how just little lines like that from the first movie, which were written probably as just a smarmy kind of quirk, really become tentpole factors of what's in the franchise. They did such a great job of combining everything. I really think Disney isn't getting enough credit for that because, I mean, one of the things that I learned in, in getting ready for this podcast was, like, I forgot Iron Man and Thor were Paramount films. They weren't even Disney films. So, like, that's Viacom. Nickelodeon had, like, yeah. most of the profits for that. And so Disney comes in and wants to do it all and make this group together. And, and by God, they did it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For Endgame's trailer, they broke the YouTube record for a million views or over a hundred million views. Sorry. Well deserved. Yeah, well deserved yeah. because that movie definitely <laughs> did deliver. Like I, I did not stop crying after the oh final my God, battle yeah. scene. I think I was, I was uh, obnoxiously weeping as you see Steve Rogers slow dancing with oh. Margaret. And then it's the the show kiss me once and kiss me <laughs> twice and kiss that's me not once how it's again. It's like it's a beautiful been... woman, not yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the Louis Armstrong yeah, version, dude. So sorry, I cried nonetheless, regardless yeah. of the version. I like to imagine that you only hear Louis Armstrong singing that song. Though. Yeah, because the first time I ever heard it was that, and so I don't know who this girl that's singing it in the movie, but it's Scarlett Johansson. She actually has a very good singing voice. Anyway, so but you guys, hey, how's it's it going? gonna be. I'm. <laughs> I'm mostly interested to see how the Avengers come back. Yeah. And like what the dynamics going to be because Steve Rogers and Tony Stark were like the yin and yang. It was like yeah. super, super good and super, super questionable. And then now you just kind of have this melting pot. Well, and, and I think what they're trying to do is based on what I've read or what I think, because it's all rumors when it comes to Disney and Marvel. Uh, I think the Eternals are going to be some yeah. sort of temple to like put forward again. Um, but I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, I've read the Eternals comic book or at least the, the Neil Gaiman run. Uh, and it's an interesting story, but we'll see how it works. I mean, honestly, I think it would be a mistake for Disney and Marvel to try and recreate what they had. Yeah. I think they should just double down on how good like WandaVision is oh. and, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and, you know, Spider-Man. Let's let's double down on the things that are good and working now instead of trying to recreate because we're because it doesn't matter who they get unless it's. Robert Downey Jr., we're not going to like Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then if they even make like another Iron Man, make it Joe Bob Smith is the new Iron Man, we're not going to like him because he's not as good as Robert I Downey know, Jr. I don't know, I like so Joe Bob Smith. Joe Bob Smith is a great, is a great. I hear actor. Joe Bob Smith had 27 Oscar nods. and Yeah, he played Macbeth. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Man, Joe, shout out Joe Bob Smith. <laughs>
I actually did want to talk about Wanda real quick. My yeah. girl. So Age of Ultron is where we see her first. And yes. another part where I cried was the moment where she finds out that her brother died. <sighs> Literally feels his death when he gets shot and her just guttural heartbreaking scream yes. when she just like annihilates all these robots surrounding her. Yeah. I get goosebumps <laughs> watching that because that acting really good chilling almost. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. Too many times in cinema history will there be half-assed reactions to loved ones deaths, right? All of them very com uh, comparable to the whole like, no, why? And you see the camera like pan out from an aerial view. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one was so believable, like every single time. And it's going to come back to these heroes are not immortal. And, you know, with Tom Holland disappearing after the snap, that is another example of a, uh, I guess, quote unquote, death that really got me and really made me tear jerky. And so uh, I and apparently that was improvised. I don't think that was in the script the way he was uh, going yeah. away, you know, him saying like, Mr. Stark, I, I don't want to go yet. I don't want to go yet. I feel weird. And like him going away, their chemistry is just so undeniably great. And you're right. I don't think I could see these characters be played by other actors, at least for a while. Yeah. At least for a while. Yeah, no, definitely. These these the casting directors also don't get enough credit because they picked impeccable actors to play these roles. I don't think there's one of them that didn't look Perfect. I mean, Chris Evans as Captain America looks like the Steve Rogers comics that I read growing up. Yeah. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. looks like Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, like they they really did a really good job of it. And and then the actors like embodied these people. I mean, I can't look at Chris Evans and not think of him as like God. America's ass. Yeah. You know, and that's why I think I love these movies so much more than I thought I would because it's so believable, like all of it. I obviously I'm in a fiction, clearly. That's what this podcast is based on. But like I like to stick to more realistic things, you know, when it comes to superheroes and these different worlds and stuff. I'm like, okay, like if I can't see it happening, it's hard for me to really get in there and relate. But I didn't feel like that with these. Like, I was really surprised as we were watching them. I'm like, oh, like, let's go to the next one. And my husband's like, oh, like, you're into these? I'm like, yeah, this is great. Because they did do such a good job, like, in all aspects. So Yeah, and the movies do a good job of bringing people in. You don't have to know a million books worth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And you also can come in knowing nothing, literally nothing, and pick a movie in the middle of the franchise. And they do a good enough job of At explaining me. enough. <laughs> yep, explaining enough of what's going on that you can enjoy guardians volume two without seeing anything else you know it's like it's this is fun you like these characters for what they are and their growth in that movie at the very least if you're choosing a, a random mcu movie with ignorance and you've never seen anything else you're at the very least going to be entertained yeah um like i've said before watching it in chronological order or at least having like a good understanding of the backgrounds of these characters and the relationships will make your investment in them and your emotional response to each and every event in these movies that much greater but with with that being said it's do you guys think that it should just end here like if there were to be another avengers movie what's the next thing because thanos's whole plot his whole scheme was just so diabolical and so it was just so good i've thought about this actually what i think if i was kevin feige if i was in charge of the marvel mcu um what i would do is not create another avengers movie but do much like what they did in the comic books make the new avengers 
Mm. Right. So you're not going in here expecting it to be Iron Man and Captain America. This is the new Avengers. These are the new characters. Yeah. Because yeah. they've done such a good job of like, because I think originally their whole idea was like in comic books, you can read an Iron Man comic and a Hulk comic. And then one day they all meet up and then that's in the Avengers comic. So they really tried to emulate that with the movies, which hadn't been done before. I think they should double down on that comic book experience and make, give us the all new Avengers, you know, Avengers versus the old Avengers. Yeah. Like don't ruin a good thing. Yeah. By like messing with that, like give us new content. Trying to recreate it. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I think that they're going to play around with some really cool stuff in uh, the new Doctor Strange because that's going to open up the multiverse and just literally Pandora's box is going to open within that. And yes. it's supposedly rumored that Wanda's supposed to be in that too. And I mean, I don't know if you guys watch WandaVision, but like the end of WandaVision. I haven't yet. Oh. Okay. I have not. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say okay. that the end of WandaVision definitely sets up a good in for the whole Stranger Things or Stranger Things. Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm in for that collab. So Eleven shows up at the end of WandaVision, right? And she's like, mom? And then it cuts to black. And you're just like, is Eleven's mom Scarlet Witch? And then Winona Ryder shows up wrapped in a bunch of Christmas lights and is like, I'm Christmas light lady. And I would watch that. I would love a superhero based on Christmas lights. Yes, Christmas light lady. Oh. But speaking of WandaVision, I haven't seen it and I've been told that it's explained. It's good. Can someone tell me what happened to Wanda's Russian accent? Yes. It's because that she's stuck in this like sitcom and her whole reality is like altered that she's just like literally living in this like I love Lucy and then Modern Family and like all this other stuff. So it definitely comes back. But I mean, she's real messed up for, for a bit. <laughs> Chronologically, where does WandaVision lie in the post end game? Yeah. Post end game. Yeah. Post end game. Yes. So the Russian accent comes back. Well, by the end of WandaVision, she's talking like her classic Sokovian. So. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, but then like <laughs> Infinity War and Endgame, she's like speaking perfectly. She didn't have a lot of lines in Endgame. No, but it was <laughs> enough lines for me to realize that's not a Russian accent. <laughs> so it's not it's not Russian. They actually made up a language for the movie. Oh, man. Classic Marvel. Just very similar to Russian. Yeah. It sounds, smells, and looks just like Russian. <laughs> but it's but different. It's not. <laughs> but Natasha's <laughs> Russian. She's Russian, right? Yeah. Natasha Romanoff is Russian, yes. Okay, okay. And also that's something I wanted to touch on. Could be a hot take. I really hope it's not for the for the people in this room. Okay. Bring it. Something I want to cancel just while we're on the topic of Wanda. Something I really want to cancel is the incestuous weird relationship that she had with Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> she did though did you see how they were holding each other in the beginning of ultron and that okay so the earlier stages of the comics right they never outwardly say that they're together but there are many a innuendo that they're like banging on the side and Whoa. one thing that elizabeth olsen said in an interview was she kind of admitted she was like we're not outwardly saying this but we definitely me and the quicksilver actor went into it inspired by that relationship. So do with that what you will. And I was like, mm, I don't love it. I don't like it, no. <laughs> we don't ship that. <laughs> we don't, like, this isn't Game of Thrones. This is a little too modern for me to be. I'm dead. They already shared a womb. 
how much closer should they get? <laughs> she wants him real close, all right? Like snuggle buddies, the whole thing. In a different womb, yeah. It, that's, uh, that's, uh, I didn't even real. I mean, right. I forgave a lot of the closeness. I'm trying my best to, like, not read too deep into, like, on-screen chemistry like that. Mm -hmm. Like, if it's purposeful or if I'm just, uh... Reading into it? Yes, too much. But you saying that just blew my mind. Like, now I'm gonna have to rewatch those scenes and see, like... Were they kind of cuddly with each other? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I watched Ultron just the other day. Yes, yes, they were. I, I don't. I'm, I'm okay with, with. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying people should do that, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> what I'm not okay with <laughs> is how like deep the connection Natasha had with Bruce Banner and the Hulk, and then like throws that completely away when the Hulk is not around. No, with Captain America. I think she's got a good thing going with Captain America. No, no, no. Obviously not. That didn't work out because Steve went back in time and like went with Margaret. Okay, so okay, if we're going to <laughs> speculate real quick, mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, and Scarlett Johansson, they're best friends. Yes. Are they holding hands a little too much? Are they touching foreheads a little too much? Is it a little romantic? You're literally gonna die for him. That can't just be be buddy buddy i agree no hell no didn't it say that you had to sacrifice what's most dear to you is it most dear or just or just I dear no i think it's what's most dear to you because that's why gamora was thanos's sacrifice because that's the daughter that he loved not nebula sorry but that's just what it is <laughs> and so does that mean that she loved hawkeye more than she loved bruce yes Yes. She knew that if he jumped, it wouldn't work because he clearly loved his wife and the family that he was able to, to create. She loves him and thus is giving up the thing that is loved the most. Oh my gosh. I feel like that emoji where the brain explodes right now. <laughs> I'm there with you. Because you guys froze. And so that all went really fast. And I was like, what? <laughs> now you're like, yes. Okay. So I don't know. I don't think there's a romantic relationship going on between them. I mean, like, it could just be very intense platonic love and not, you know, and not romantic love. Let me, like, play devil's advocate here, though. And by that, I mean Lauren, because this is her opinion that I'm agreeing with. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about, like, a sacrificial type of love. And, like, to me, I feel like that's only, like, that is, like, the greatest type of love, you know, where, like, your spouse maybe is in a situation, like, your soulmate, you know, and you're going to sacrifice yourself for them. I, I kind of agree. Like, it's not something I would do for a friend. Like, I love you, Lauren so much but you know when it comes to sacrificing like you know what i'm saying i mean I, right. yeah no i get it yeah, okay <laughs> yeah Yikes. okay so then let me play devil's advocate with your devil's advocate if you want to get deep here miss i'm gonna let oh. lauren die all right Paige smells and she's not even a good friend so you brought up the spouse thing so then let me side with christian what if natasha just loved hawkeye like a brother Fanny and Ryan, who who goes? Whoa. By the way, for the listeners, that's Paige's husband and Paige's brother. Who goes, yeah. Paige? Whoa. Who goes? I... Whoa. They are both in tubes over a shark tank. <laughs> And the doors are going to open. Who are you going to say? I mean, not to make light of anything, but I'd probably just kill myself. That way I didn't have to decide. Everybody <laughs> loses. No one's getting the Infinity Stone. Yeah, but then I don't have a guilty conscience. No, but you got a lot of explaining to do up in heaven. That's for sure. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, you got some explaining to do. You know, I was thinking of how embarrassing it would be if 
two people were to go up to Vormir, where is that mountain where that mountain is, right? And they'd come to an agreement, okay, I'll sacrifice myself because you love me so dearly and uh, you'll get the stone. What if that person sacrificed themselves and, they and then nothing the happened? H- how embarrassing is that? Like Red Skull would just be sitting there like, oh, that that'd be sucks. real awkward. <laughs> Try again. They're like, oh no, I'm out of soul. This is the only person I brought with <laughs> that me. That was the only soul in, in my pocket right there. Yeah, I'll be back in a thousand years and I'll bring back someone else. Oh, let me ask you guys, of all the stones, which do you think would be the easiest for you to get? So we'll go we'll go Paige first. <laughs> Paige the psycho. I don't know. I didn't realize how difficult this question was until I said it. I uh, yeah, this is really deep. Can I come back to that? Okay. Lauren. <laughs> I would say for me, mine would be the time stone. Whoa, you think that'd be the easiest one? I mean, the easiest for me to to accomplish. Definitely not the soul stone. I'm like the biggest baby in the world. <laughs> That's the most difficult one for sure. And I love vision, so I wouldn't want him to die. Okay, the mind stone. I would have fun with the reality stone. I could have yeah, some fun with that. That would be that actually would be fun. But I also wouldn't want to travel. Didn't they get that at on nowhere? No, they got that from the dark elves in Thor 2. Asgard, the one that uh Thor got from the ether. Yes, correct. That was inside of uh, Natalie Portman, and they had to extract it. Rocket Raccoon extracted it from her somehow. This guy just watched an Avengers film. Hey, (laughs) I feel like an expert. I just want to note, I like almost got in a fist fight with someone because they were like, I just don't understand why all those Wakandans had to die for vision. Are you dumber than a bag of rocks? Like, that's the whole point of the movie. You're a gatekeeper. That's a gatekeeper move, Lauren. I was just thinking that. My girl is passionate. But that's the whole point. No, no, no. That's the whole point of the movie. They are trying to protect the stones. Yeah, Lauren's right. No, definitely. And they're like, well, why are we saving Vision? Because Vision is a stone. Like, what are you? Thanos gets the stone. We all die. And guess what happens? He gets the stone. We all die. I'm like, have you been asleep for the past, like, few movies, my guy? Oh, made me so mad. Do you think you guys have a least favorite Avenger? So mine changed. Oh. After I watched (laughs) Captain America Winter Soldier, the Disney Plus show, I no longer hate Bucky, but I used to. I don't know. He just was very bland, like vanilla for me. But like now he's getting more substance. So I like him better now. I don't know who my least favorite would be. I'll be honest. I'm really not a hater hoe. Like there's not anyone that I'm just (laughs) like, ah, yeah. Like they're all good. They're all, they all serve their purpose. I'll be a hater hoe real quick. Um, But can you answer the question too, though? Yes. um, You're being such a bad baby. I'm a bad baby. I don't think I could. This is what I'm saying. I should not say those two words. It sounds so bad. It's got to be nice and sweet. Like, bad baby. Bad baby. Well, you got to do the gesture too. I got to do this thing. It's a bad bad baby. baby. Bad baby. Bad baby, just like that. Yep. Okay, you're a bad baby. No, it no. sounds like no. I'm scolding a baby. It sounds like I'm scolding an infant. This is difficult. I'll just stick with hater ho. I'll stick with hater ho. That sounds easier to deliver. Okay, perfect. I'm going to hate on Captain Marvel. <gasps> it's the buzz cut. It's no, I have nothing. She does this, have I, a bad cut. Not necessarily the haircut, but the way that the stylist styled it. Because that haircut looks way better in the comics, for mm, sure. Yeah. But it doesn't look good on Brie Larson. <laughs> But that's not why I despise her. Not despise is such a strong word. That's not why that's I dislike heavy. her. Her it's movie was a little bland. 
Is it because it's a female-focused movie? Is that why you hate her? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. What the? Just this guy tries to paint me in corners. No, 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 no. I'm just asking. I'm just. Oh, you're just, just, you're just, you're just, she's just too strong, yeah, and she's yeah. just too busy because she she keeps coming in at the last minute. And she's like, yeah, I guess I'll clean up shop for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go get Thanos. Sit down. For like, real. Hey. She's incredibly strong. Her main flaw is poor time management because, girl, you should have came at the beginning of Infinity War. But she was like, no, there's other planets in this universe. Sorry, Brie. You're not my girl. Punctuality isn't the most importance. If you're on time, you're late. There you go. Come 15 minutes earlier. I, I wasn't a big fan of, <laughs> um, honestly, Doctor Strange. No, he's cool. I think he's going to come back and be cooler in multiverse and stuff like that. He kind of seemed uh, rewatching Doctor Strange. The first movie is an interesting movie because it's not like any of the other ones. But he, he's kind of he's kind of he's kind of a douche canoe for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, well, without me, reality crumbles. Yeah. And no, it's like, no no, 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 no. But you weren't around like five years ago. Well, he's, gonna, he's being a little douchey because he has such big responsibility. He's trying to make sure that the timeline is going in the right direction. So, you know, he's his he had a tough job of hat hand. Handing over the time stone to Thanos. He had another tough job from like not telling Tony Stark how things are going to roll out because if he said how things were going to roll out, then that reality wouldn't occur. That's a tough job. With great responsibility comes with, you know, great power. Set it backwards. Unsubscribe. I have a little surprise. Uh -oh. Robert Downey Jr. It's Robert Downey Jr. He's joining us. I would literally throw up. Do it. That's great content. <laughs> so we're going to do. A hottest Avenger bracket. Oh my god! Uh, my hormones are are <laughs> through the roof right now. Like I said, everyone's very attractive. We should partner up because I know Paige and I are gonna just throw hands. Paige and Christian team up versus me and Alejandro. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I hope you guys are ready to lose. All right. Oh, and the way that we're going to be solving our problems, like any proper adult, is through rock paper scissors shoot. Obviously. Yes. That's how you guys did it before. Is it a bracket? You have a bracket yes, up? it's a bracket. You app. are perfect. Okay. Um, Thor gets a bye. I don't know why it happened. But... Obviously. Well, that was just God winking at us, clearly. Yeah, so. he deserves it. He deserves it. Well, he gets like a like a bye as in like see you later bye? No, he's like a free first round. Yep. Oh, he's in the second okay, round already. Okay. Chris is not a sportsman. I thought okay. Thor was getting like a no, bye. No, no, no. <laughs> bye. Yeah, bye. First matchup is going to be Hulk versus Quicksilver. Are we talking like Hulk in his green form? You can argue whatever form you want. Mm. Well, if he's not, then that's Bruce Banner. That's a different person. All right, Paige. I personally think Smart Hulk is the most attractive of the different Hulks. Aaron Taylor, did you see that beard and his Adidas? Alejandro, we're cut from the same cloth. My vote is Quicksilver all the way. Thank you. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I don't vibe with mustaches. Like handlebars? <laughs> like, where, where's your line of mustaches? <laughs> no, like, uh, no mustache at all. Unless it's attached to, like, a full beard. There's no mustache. Oh, so it has to surpass the mustache. Who has a okay. mustache? Yeah, I don't think any of these men have a mustache. I thought Quicksilver had a mustache. He's got stubble. Got it going into his beard, which you just said is, is okay. Yeah, it's like, it's a shadow. He's just a man. Yeah, he's he's a, a Russian descendant man. It's pedophile to me, and I'm not here for it. I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> okay, well, then let's, let's settle this then. Yep, you're going to rock, paper, scissors, page. All right, ready? You're going on shoot. Okay. One, rock. Oh. two, 
Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Rock, paper, scissors, like one, two, three. (laughs) Yeah, first of all, act like you've been here. It's (laughs) rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Sorry, he was raised by wolves. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ha ha! I swear to God, if this is a redo of the hottest animated male, I lost like every single rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry I let you down, Lauren. I'll try harder next time. She's not mad. She's just disappointed. Next up, we've got, oh, this one's funny. Star-Lord versus Drax. So Dave Bautista versus Chris Pratt. Star-Lord 100%. What is this? 100%. It's Chris Pratt. It's Chris Pratt. I mean, okay. Dave Bautista has muscles that don't quit. He's a family man. But when is too much too much? The sense of humor, though. is incredible. But to be fair, this is like the hottest Avenger bracket. And when I think hot, I'm looking at your face. So so we're cutting out all of the non-humans then. You're just going to put a line through all the people who aren't from Earth. I then, wouldn't go that, that far. We do have some animals on here. Honestly, it depends. You know, I like that little raccoon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to go there. We're going to go knew there. I that was coming. <laughs> this is the same girl that voted Thomas O'Malley through damn near the whole <laughs> hottest animated male oh, bracket. That's I don't even like cats either. I'm a dog person. <laughs> okay, this one is easy peasy lemon squeezy. Scarlet Witch versus Doctor Strange. Ew. Scarlet Witch. She takes it right away. But like Benjamin uh, Cucumber, he's, he's really... He's, it's Benjamin Button. <laughs> he has really nice hair. His hair's like the fact that it stays the way it does on another planet. Ooh. Impeccable hairspray. This one might be a little bit harder. Captain America versus Valkyrie. Oh, mm, okay. damn. Objectively speaking, I'm going to say Steve Rogers. Valkyrie's she's beautiful, but... And strong, and she's like a she's she can fly a unicorn. <laughs> you mean a Pegasus? A Pegasus, dude? There's only one Pegasus. Pegasus is a pronoun. <laughs> I'm frustrated. I'm so frustrated. Okay, fine. Choose Valkyrie. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by uh, Steve. You know. I support your decision, Christian. Who's got the Who's got the dump truck ass? Okay, if you're asking that, then yeah, it is Steve Rogers. I don't know. <sighs> I think Tessa Tessa looks like she has a nice butt. She's she's queen of Asgard now. That's true. That's true. We don't really see her butt because she's too busy flying a flying horse. So a unicorn. Ladies, you two, you two rock, paper, scissors it out. Tell us who we got. Well, I feel like I should let Christian go. He hasn't got the rock, paper, scissors it out yet. Well, when I said ladies, I meant Christian. Nope. Oh, obviously. I'm sorry. Screw off. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Ready? I'm a pretty lady. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Oh! Both scissors. Okay. So it's a tie. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it! Boom! Is yeah. I'll bump you for that. This really is just like last time. <laughs> okay, now we've got LOL. Falcon versus Nick Fury. <laughs> Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. I will literally fight, physically fight you if you say Nick Fury over Falcon. What that eye patch? What that eye patch do? 90s Nick Fury. Yeah, 90s Nick Fury from um, what What that eye patch do? Whoa. <laughs> We're not blown past that one. What do you think is under that eye patch, babe? That eye patch, you know, patches eyes. That's uh, it's in the word. Obviously, yeah, it's self-explanatory. We don't have to go there. Stop. 
Uh, this one's gonna kind of break my heart. There's a clear answer here, but the other one's still a homie. He's a Dilf for sure. Ooh. Okay, this one's gonna be Ant Man versus Black Panther. Oh, it's gonna have to go with Chadwick. I'm gonna go with Chadwick Boseman. He deserves that. But Paul yeah. Rudd. Paul Rudd's a charming dude. Did you see him at you know with Phoebe on Friends? He's he's always yeah. been a charmer. Yeah, Paul Rudd definitely gets honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention to to yeah. him. But he didn't win, so. This one is Spider-Man versus Captain Marvel. Um, I'm going to say Spider-Man. I'm also going to say Spider-Man. Uh, I do like Tom Holland. I would much rather watch four hours of Tom Holland than four hours of Brie Larson. No, we're talking about hotness. Yes. Yeah, that's what he just <laughs> that's said. That's what we're saying. He doesn't listen to me. I do a show with him twice a week, and he doesn't even listen to what I say. Brie Larson is very attractive, though. Have you seen Tom Holland? Uh, he's, he's a great guy. He's, he's, he's cute. You're outnumbered three to one. Okay, now. then yeah. I'm not going to win. I'm going to say Brie Larson. <laughs> My least favorite Avenger is still very good looking, but... So we're going to give that to Spider-Man. Yep. Okay. He deserves that. Gamora versus Loki. Gamora. Ugh. Gamora. Yeah, Obviously definitely. Gamora. Wow. Even at random, Iron Man is such a stud. Iron Man also gets a bye. First round. Rightly so. Iron Man and Thor getting the bye week is honestly the best. They're, they're seed one. They're both top seeds. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to make it to the end. Winter Soldier versus Thanos. Ew. So it's gonna, I'm going to go with Bucky. Thanos, <laughs> yeah. with his with his cornrow chin, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I like his cornrow chin. Okay, I'm, I'm about to have a really, really hot take for this one, so just bear with me. Oh, gosh. This one's going to be Nebula versus Groot. Oh, Groot. Groot. Groot all day. All the way. Nebula. No, sir. Groot all day. Nebula. You have the fattest crush on Karen Gillan. Real Karen Gillan in real life, not covered in blue paint. That's fine. And not a robot with like maybe 1% real limbs. I'll make it work. That would be like making love to a car. What are we doing at that point? She's not a car. I'm going to use the infinity stones to give her a real body. She's all machinery. She's not a human. She is all machinery. My guy. If Vision could get a real man's body. Vision was made different though. He is a, a matrix that lives in a system and he was okay, fine. Yeah, Groot. but Thanos physically Thanos physically removed her real limbs and replaced it with robot parts. limbs. I don't know. Okay. Do you guys wanna uh, make love to a car? You guys wanna make love to a tree? A tree. Probably I mean, tree. that tree is thick. I'm just saying. That tree has the voice of Vin Diesel. Yes, that's true. That's true. Have you ever heard Vin Diesel sing? Don't look it up. It's really bad. He's a horrible singer. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. I'm giving it to Groot. Okay. Man, I'm really, really not winning these at all. I'm really sorry about this. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Wasp versus Mantis. Wasp. Wasp. Tennis kind of bugged me out a little bit, actually. <laughs> But she could put you to sleep after a good time. We don't need mantis. <laughs> All the energy is used up on dopamine and serotonin, and there's nothing else afterwards. You're lucky if you stay awake the whole time. Okay, we'll wasp it up then. <laughs> Ooh, Black Widow and Shuri. Oh, Black Widow, 100%, and she would win that fight. I'm going to go with Black Widow. Shuri is Shuri's incredibly smart, but I feel like I've I've had a and journey. And has the tech. And has the tech. I've I've just been on this journey more so with Black Widow than I have been with Shuri. It's the emotional connection. I'll agree with that. I love Scarlett Johansson. Scarjo. Yeah, Scarjo has my heart. Hawkeye versus War Machine. Hawkeye. Yeah, Don Cheadle reminds me of a bug. <laughs> 
Whoa! But Terrence Howard would have been a good one. Oh, yeah. Terrence Howard was a snack, and I'm still pissed off that he left. I mean, granted, I heard he wasn't treated that great. But. Yeah. He has a master's in chemistry, and he went back to school after he had enough money. Don, yeah, Don Cheadle. I don't think he looks like a bug. I'm going to go with uh, the other one. This one's going to really hurt my heart if Paige goes the direction oh, that I think she's going to go with this. Vision versus Rocket. Rocket. Why do you think I'm going with this? Rocket. You've already expressed your concerns, um, and I don't think I'm going to win this. I also think Vision, though. Vision is so charming. What a gentleman. He is so charming. The moment he said that there is something beautiful about these humans because they're not going to last forever because we're flawed. But that's the beauty of it because, you know, beauty doesn't last forever. Yeah. I was like, you get me, man. That's you're he's a charmer. So I'm going to say vision. If I was asleep and my significant other was next to me, I'm envisioning that it's vision. I would picture him just like cuddles, snuggling me, you know, being being a homie. If it were Rocket, I feel like he would rob me and leave. And he'd make a <laughs> funny joke on the way out so you could laugh your way to the That bed. I wouldn't hear because I would be asleep, Alejandro. Oh. Also, he's a raccoon. Come on, guys. <laughs> but they're a furry friend. Vision's a robot. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, nuts. Yes, it goes to Vision. That was a lose. Yep, here we go. Finally, I get a dub. And it wasn't even your team. This is so exciting. A bracket <laughs> of the hottest event. Like, I've, I'm pumped right now. I might go for a run after this because this is, like, really getting me oh going. Oh, my gosh. So the next one, Thor and Hulk. I'll let you just let it simmer. Let it simmer. I'm picking Thor. I'm not ashamed of that. Chris Hemsworth is He's a, perfect. He's a good looking person. Sidebar question. Chris Hemsworth or his brother, Liam. Chris. Chris. Chris still. Really? Yeah. Liam made bad life decisions. Mm. Yeah. Have you not listened to any of Miley's music? <laughs> no. Not I mean, I guess I didn't listen deeply into it and I forgot that they dated. He chose like whiskey and pills when all she wanted was, the was like the, the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Yes. What it was. I like Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I think we we're all going to say Chris Hemsworth. Perfect. Sorry, Hulk. Wow, that was our first unanimous one, guys. Wow. Well, it just makes sense. Star-Lord versus Vision. Star-Lord. 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 Chris Pratt, is a, he's a funny guy, and he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> he's a total package, yeah. And at least he's human, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. 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 We got Captain America versus Winter Soldier. Oh. This is like the ultimate bestie showdown. Yeah. They're, they're, they're up against <laughs> yeah, each other. Yeah. The uncomfiness. Is it long-haired Winter Soldier or like short-haired? I'm going to go short-haired Sebastian Stan because that's more bearable. Okay. Let me look at a picture of short-haired Sebastian real quick. Same. I really need to little, play my options. Little Bastion, baby. My I, my I, gut I, is leaning toward Steve Rogers. Yeah, a bearded Steve Rogers kind of takes the yeah, cake. Yeah, I'm going to say Captain America. Who has a bigger butt? <laughs> Honestly, I think Bucky might. Really? He, he squats hard. Yeah, yeah, Bucky's got the booty. Booty Bucky. Okay, but Steve Rogers is still going to win. This one's laughable. Groot versus Scarlet Witch. Oh, Scarlet, yeah. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet if this Witch, tree makes it to like the no, very end. Groot had his moment. <laughs> he made it. Now he's gone. Iron Man versus Gamora. Iron Man. Iron Man. It's it's tough, man. I was almost leaning more towards Gamora, yeah. honestly. Okay, good. I, I She's very good looking, but I mean, it's Robert. Robert Downey Jr. 
with his quick wit. And Gamora's more like she doesn't m- really have much of a sense of humor. But she could take care of me and like provide. <laughs> you don't think a billion dollars? You don't think Pepper's taken care of? Uh, money isn't happiness, Christian. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it can buy things that make you happy. But you're going to have to meet her father-in-law. Thanos. Yeah. And then you're still oh, there. Oh, actually, yeah, that might be the line. Okay, I pick Iron Man. It was it was the Thanos father-in-law for me. <laughs> Every dinner will be awkward. Okay, this one's Hawkeye versus Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm going to have to go Spidey as well. Yeah, objectively speaking, Tom Holland has a better face. I just really want that Spider-Man kiss. You know, you could do that with a guy if you're both lying down and just... We do it all the time. No, because the then Stop. you're both upside down. <laughs> Someone would have to be right side up. I can get a rope. You can do it. I'm sure you can figure it out. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'll just be suspended from my ceiling. (laughs) Black Widow versus Wasp. Black Widow. I'll agree with my teammate. Thank you. Thank you. I do support that. It's been a minute since we've uh, (laughs) seen eye to eye. But she's just, she's so mysterious though. And clearly killed a lot of people. Right. Everyone loves a good mystery. I feel like I would wake up one day and Natasha would be just gone. Or I'd be like in a pool of blood. I don't think she'll kill me. I'm fine if I wake up one day and she's gone doing a thing. I'm, I'm so attracted to independence that like, do your thing, girl. I'll see you in seven days after your mission. We love a strong woman. Yes. <laughs> a fair point. Right? But I don't, but, hmm. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Woo! This one is Black Panther versus Falcon. Anthony Mackie in the Captain America uniform, his new Captain America uniform is pretty, it's pretty hot. But that Black Panther uniform is oh, yes, it spicy. Is. Spicy. Uh, he's so agile. Blasphemous, I might say, but I like Killmonger a little bit more because it had all the gold adorning on it. And I was like, ooh, yeah. yeah okay, get, that did look dope. Let's yeah. get some gold on here, guys. Let's get some flash <laughs> and pizzazz. We've got Thor versus Star-Lord. It's getting down to the nitty gritty now. Thor! That's... A, that's I will say, though, there is something attractive about Chris Pratt's security of being able to be like real buff in Jurassic Park and like, as they say in the movie, a sandwich away from fat in <laughs> in uh, this franchise. And he's comfortable in his own skin, mm-hmm. but it's going to have to go to Chris Hemsworth. His arms are very upsetting. Wow. I'm not happy about it, but I, I am going to have to agree with Chris Hemsworth. All right. I'm outnumbered. I am outnumbered. Oh, you Chris Sorry, Pratt. Well, I'm a Parks and Rec gal. Oh. It's the emotional connection again. All right. I will fight every one of you if you don't agree with me. Okay? Okay. Scarlet Witch versus Captain America. Scarlet Witch. I'm I'm actually with Lauren. That's actually, yeah. She's Scarlet great. Witch is- Far more prettier. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm going to have to like- lean into my uh, sexual orientation and go with Scarlet Witch uh, <laughs> because they're both very attractive, but at the end of the day... Um, Who do you want laying in bed? Who do you want laying in bed next to you? Scarlet Witch. Well, hang on, if that's the question. No, you're right. <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, though. Heartbreaker right here. Iron Man versus Spider-Man. Oh, oh why? So tough. I, I would like to say Iron Man. But the truth of the matter is... Spidey. I'm going to go with Iron Man. That guy's experienced a lot. He's wiser. Okay, so he wants the experienced guy. <laughs> yes. You know, Peter Parker already has his like romantic issues with Zendaya. So like, you got to figure some stuff out. That's fair. I'm going to side with Iron Man also because he is... He's just mature and he knows what he wants you know arguably iron man's not mature at all but but, but do it <laughs> okay ready rock paper scissors shoot fudge oh. 
I'm heartbroken. No, you're picking the right answers, Lauren. You're just not good at this. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trash at rock, paper, scissors. Okay, another layup. Wasp versus Black Panther. Black Wasp. Panther. Oh, oh, Lauren looked up really fast. That's because she disagreed with you. That was a look of disappointment. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I haven't seen that since my dad this morning. Wasp is good looking. It's coming down to who I want to wake up in bed with. I, I don't want to. Either um, way, it's a man. Like, oh. I'm sorry. Let me stop. I'm done. Wow. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm changing my mind just because I like Paige's confidence. I'm with Black yeah. Panther now. Woo! Does that mean I lose? I lose by default if I choose Wasp? Precisely. Her confidence got me. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Confidence is key. I try. Okay. I try to be confident sometimes. <laughs> Iron Man versus Black Panther. Black Panther. I agree. Black Panther. That's a tough one. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> looks at his picture. <laughs> he looks really good on this pillow. I'll tell you that. He really does. Okay, this one's Thor versus Scarlet Witch. Thor. Scarlet Witch. Thor. What? Thor's got 24-inch biceps. Literally. I'm going to lean once again into my heterosexuality. <laughs> yes, And I'm going to choose. Yes. I'm going to choose Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. I'm going to feel so emasculated by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> The everywhere I go. <laughs> but think about how warm you'd be when he pulls you in for a seat. a little nuzzle. It's, no, yeah, that, yeah, but summertime comes, he's producing too much body heat. I'm sweating in bed. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Scarlet Witch. Alejandro, have we uh, fought yet? I don't think we've fought yet, but let's fight. <laughs> let's do let's it. Fight right here. We're fighting. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No! Oh! I honestly, I'm more excited by the fact that I won, but not even the fact honestly? that like, I'm so upset. <laughs> no. I'm so upset. I've never been more proud of you than in this moment. <sighs> My guy. I am mad. Are you ready for this championship oh, right yes, here? Yes, yes. Hit, hit us. This is it. This is this is for the belt. This is for all the marbles. Oh, shoot. This oh. is for all the Infinity Stones. Let's just say, hey, hey special shout out to, to Ant-Man and special shout out to, you know, Don Cheadle. You guys did a good fight in the first round. How about my girl, Scarlet Witch? Wanda was just um, shafted for no reason. <laughs> she lost in overtime. She did a great job choosing her superhero outfit, consistently choosing, you know, um, cleavage. A great yep. fitting. Just say it, there cleavage. It is. It's fine. We're she all chose I was going to... I was going to compliment her clavicle. <laughs> she has a very nice clavicle. Her collarbone is strong, which is what I look for in a woman. Someone give me a beat. Someone give me a drum roll. Thor versus Black Panther. I'm going to say Thor. I'm just going to say it. That's... I'm sticking with Thor. Thor. I'm going to say yeah. Thor. Thor's been my man the whole time. <sighs> I'm just really not a... I'm just not a Thor lady. This is... Wait, Lauren, are you imagining him with long hair or yeah, short hair? Yeah, what are you working with? I'm thinking short hair Ragnarok and not fat. Obviously. I'm going to be honest. I was thinking like iconic Thor with the long hair. No. That's what I was thinking of. Infinity War Thor when he gets the, the Stormbreaker. And he has like the design on his face. Bad baby Thor. Come on now. Yeah, bad, bad baby Thor. <laughs> Have we convinced her? Have we convinced you, Lauren? Say it. Say it. Bad baby Thor. Bad, bad baby, baby Thor. Thor. Bad baby Thor. Bad baby Thor. <laughs> bad, bad baby Thor. Championship. Thor won. Yes. Bad baby Thor. BBT. You guys heard it here first. Hottest Avenger is Thor of Asgard. Give him a give him a round. 
shoot one back for him. Thank you guys for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having us. We'll definitely figure out a way, maybe through Zencaster, to have you guys on our show. Yes. Thank you guys for coming on. I feel like we already met you, but like now that it's official, so we're like officially friends. So yes. Oh. Well, and and you know, like Christian said, we we'd love to have you guys on the show, and and you're welcome in our studio at any time. And you know, yeah. Thanks so much for having us, guys. Where can people find you on social media? You could find our podcast at ICBTB Podcast on almost all handles. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. On YouTube specifically, um, we've definitely been trying to push uh, the visual aspect of our podcast. And so, yeah, check that out, ICBTB Podcast. Uh, you could follow me specifically at Christian Has Asthma. I do have asthma. And <laughs> uh, I'm uh, at call underscore me Jesus. It's not my name. We want to thank you guys so much for yes. this great opportunity to be on your show. It's been so much fun. Yeah, this was, I needed all these laughs. Also, they have some really awesome merch that you guys need to check out. I will be looking at that myself. So where can we find you? you Lauren? Find me in my closet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Lauren H. Writes, and you can find our podcast on Instagram as well at and here's why underscore pod. Paige, where can people stalk you? You can stalk me on the gram at Paige.Hollinsworth. Spell it like it sounds. And where can we find your dogs? Baby. Oh, yeah. There's Luna. She's a little psycho. Aww. I call her Luna Tuna Fish. Oh, that's cute. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't call her anything else. That's her name. Don't wear it out. You guys are really good at coming up with like nicknames and pet names. We just call each other like bro, dude, and like douche. Thanks, little bad baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My name's Christian. I'm a bad baby. This is Alejandro. He's a bad baby. Oh. It's probably my best delivery yet. So far, it was. Don't ever change. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. All right. Thanks, y'all. Take it easy.